rolling in three, two, one. Welcome to this week's episode of the Speak the Language podcast. Today is Monday, January the 25th. Um, Already? Yeah, it's the 25th. It's the end of the... Well, I just got a very pleasing text from my daughter. Yeah? No cancer, but my doctor wants to watch it. You just got that now? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, it was kind of... We've been worried about that whole skin cancer on her. She's just going to keep an eye on it. So, amen. Thank That's awesome. Praise, praise the Lord yeah. for that. We've been praying about it. The last time... You and I did a podcast, just me and you, is when we did that Persevere episode. Oh, yeah. 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 I remember that. That's the last. I mean, you've been on it since then, but that's the last time it was just me and you talking. That was what, spring? Summer? At the end of spring. Yeah. That was like right after we got back from Kansas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who? That dreaded turkey season. <laughs> I wish it was here tomorrow, though. Yeah. I wish it was here today. But um, it feels like it out there. Yeah, it's not It's not exactly when most people think about late season deer hunting in January. That's not what we got going on outside. Or it doesn't feel like it. I mean, I guess it is. Technically, it is January weather because yeah. it's January and that's the weather. But 30, degree, 30, 30 mile an hour south, southwest winds and 76 degrees and, and cloudy. If it was sunny, it'd be in the 80s. I really believe it. Probably so. Golly. That's Mississippi weather for it you. It is, but you know what? I've complained about it before and we've hunted in it before and we've killed deer in it before. So Yeah. You, you, season's open you gotta go i guess mm. we'll make that decision here in about two hours <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's been a um it's been a crazy wild year me and jordan kind of reflected on that a little bit last week on just how strange the whole fall was just so many different obstacles and stuff yeah. that we weren't used to facing and then with the whole tw- whatever you want to call what 2020 was and all that floating around it's just a lot well, I, th- I think i think that the whole the whole 2020 deal gives us something to add to that um you know you, you have good seasons you have bad seasons you have tough seasons and and for us coming off onto a new place and learning it and not only learning the place but learning i guess you would call it the the personality of this place yeah, and, no, and the I get way that. it lays because not only is the place have its personality, I, I think what we're understanding and really coming to, to grips is the pressure that surrounds this place. Mm-hmm. And, and as we've always talked about it in the past and we've had friends, you know, I remember the first time I ever hunted outside of the state of Mississippi and Louisiana back when in 85 and I, and I got to truly witness a rut in Ohio. Yeah. It just blew my mind. Yeah. And, and and it's always been about why don't I dare do that? Well, we've always tried to put our fingers on it in the past based on buck to doe ratio versus this versus that, and that is a huge factor because we saw that at uh, at Swamp, Swamp Donkey. Donkey this year. Yep. But also the elimination of the pressure factor at yep. Swamp Donkey as well because you got the river on one side, you got the Big Black River on the other side, and he 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 just eliminates. Oh. You're making a pot of coffee. I think it just kicks it's just on every now and huh? then. Yeah. And we we we're we're highfalutin now. We got a coffee pot over here. It warms itself. We're yeah. we're stepping up. But I think that's one of the things for us was trying to figure that part out. And and you and I, you know, all of us here. But for for you and I, that that one day, and we talked about this the other morning in, in the blind. You and I it was like, we went and hunted a spot. We hunted December, the first week in December, and we saw 30 deer. One the first morning we ever hunted, it, and we were like, holy smokes. Yeah. And then from that day on, it just got worse and worse and worse and worse. Well, what, I, what we talked about, too, and I'm, I'm, me and you've talked about this, too. I've never seen 
I, I can I was trying to remember in one area where I've seen a rut have such a hard stop as this one did. Yeah, it was it was lights on, lights out. You know what I mean? I mean, it wasn't quick. like a – because I remember Jordan was like – we first we were talking about it, we are like, is it over? And Jordan – I remember Jordan was like, surely not. I've never seen one just cut off that mm-hmm. harsh and that quick. And that – I mean, it, when it was over, it was over. Yeah, yeah. I think like one, when I was at Togo with Brad – we had a little little action going on here, some yeah. smaller bucks chasing does, but as far as the mature deer went, they yeah. went nocturnal over, over. I don't want to say overnight. I want to say they went nocturnal over day yeah. because they went into the night, and it's just now. You checked the trail cameras here yesterday and, and the day before while we were at home, and, and we just can't, other than one deer that showed up the other day that's showing up in the daylight. Literally one, one deer. Even our does, and when I'm telling you folks, not not just like a yearling and one or two does, it goes from a trail camera not running at all in the daytime till from 6.30 to 4 o'clock in the morning, it's just nonstop. Mm-hmm. And it's just does after does after does. And the deer are here. They're just yeah. moving at night. Yeah, it's it's odd, and like obviously there's there's always multiple factors, but I think pressure is a huge factor, obviously. Cover. Cover is a big one. I mean, and, and like I said, it – Think about, uh, we've been here, this is the end of our first season. Mm-hmm. So I think just more time spent out here is going to be more like, all right, it figuring is. out why they do that. Because exactly. you you, you're you not going to figure a place no, out in one not. season. You're just not. And and you and you don't want to put so much more pressure on it that's that's it's already getting on the outside edges and the fringes. Yeah. And, you know, we've always made the comment. I've heard people say it even when I was growing up. Those southern deer, it's just bred in them. They're not moving until it gets dark. And – you know, you and I hunted the other afternoon, and we, we've come to the conclusion now that we've got to, number one, be be better woodsmen yeah. than than we think we are at some point in time on a new place. And the other afternoon, we moved in. We basically moved into their bedding area, you and I, when, mm. when I shot that doe the other day. And I honestly believe, had it been a little bit more of a windy day, we probably could have climbed up in that tree and saw some deer laying down in there from where we were and where mm. they lay and how they live in that undulating terrain that they're in right there and once we got in the tree it was like dang those deer just started popping up everywhere we didn't see any bucks no uh but the other thing is we're just sitting there lake and i and it just goes to show you how pressure makes such a difference on these deer we're just sitting there and, and the wind's hitting us from right to left basically blowing out of the east and for some reason that something a few minutes to four coming from the east this doe just starts blowing. Yeah. Just for nothing. And we couldn't see her. No. But we, I mean, we could hear. And and we all know that the, if a deer blows, it feels like your whole hunt's ruined. Yeah. And then we had some deer below us that actually saw us. And then they started blowing and blew leaving out of there, walking real slow because they weren't sure what we was because they saw us but didn't smell us. And I'm sitting there thinking, well, it's over. And no sooner I think it's over, I look down. Here comes two walking right to us. Yeah, walking about yeah. a drain so we were sitting over. It's, it's, uh, it's a pressure thing, and I think it's a lot of it. I think it's the pressure of people around it. I think it's the pressure of predators on this place. We know we got a ton of bobcats. Yeah. We got some coyotes. I haven't seen a lot of them, but I know we got them. I've seen sign. I haven't. Yeah, I don't I think I've actually laid eyes no, on a coyote. I haven't. Yet. I've heard them, but I haven't. I haven't seen any. So, I think the biggest thing for us here is is to stick it out and to go as much as we can. But to go in a way that we're we're going observing more than we are trying to kill. Yeah. And, and and be more I mean, don't get me wrong, we gotta do the T V show and we gotta try to get the best that we can, but 
I'm going to be honest with you. The folks watch the shows this year, they're going to see the struggles. It's been tough. We've oh, killed yeah. some deer. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can't not. If you're going to have a show called yeah. The Truth About Hunting, and if we're going to tell the truth about this season, they're going to see some struggles. Yeah. And, and <laughs> luckily, we had a chance to go back to the river and do some have some fun there. You went with Brad at Togo and had an incredible week there. Yeah. And then the times that we had at, at Swamp Donkey. And then I was fortunate to go with Jordan the other day on a place that he's been hunting, a place that you've hunted with him, close to our home right there in Madison. Yeah. Um, and got lucky, and he wound up uh, killing a deer that, that he had an encounter with back in the 1st of December. Yeah. And thought he missed him and wound up hitting that deer, and we wound up killing that deer again. Killing that deer, I shouldn't say again, but we wound up getting him. And, yeah. Um, it was, it's, it's just amazing that, that, that the, 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 the survival instinct that those animals have. And, you know, yeah, he was, he was poor. Uh, the deer was run down, and I think he was run down number one from the, from the shot. But the shot that that Jordan hit him with in early December wasn't fatal. Hit him very very yeah. low in the brisket, and actually broke his leg. But his leg had already healed. Yeah, because when he says, you know, and I'm just when you said he thought he had missed him, like he went in there with the dog. Oh, he did everything they, he could they possibly put in full do. Effort. Oh yeah, I don't think yeah. they ever found. Yeah, because they never found any never found drop of nothing, blood or no nothing. Hair. So it was like okay, a miss. And honestly, where the deer was hit, he wasn't gonna bleed. Yeah. Um, the the Jordan was in a shot in a ladder in a box blind and shooting down on a deer and it's funny we we couldn't find an entrance wound on the right side of the deer but there was an exit wound at the very bottom of his brisket which hit him in the leg hmm. and we got to thinking about it well man his legs already healed up and you started thinking about it okay so if you break your leg and you go to the doctor they put a cast on you four to six weeks you got a cast on and then you go to therapy yeah well it's been about six weeks since he shot that deer maybe seven and his i mean it was healed up he wasn't using it but it was healed up and yeah i know he was poor from from you know trying to recover but there's no doubt in my mind that deer kept doing what deer do during yeah. the rut and he was chasing and carrying on and we just got fortunate enough to get him the other afternoon and that was kind of a a really neat way to end that story because jordan wasn't 100 sure and he hadn't seen that deer again yeah since that day and then um him and i had talked about going hunting and i brought all my equipment home from kazoo bluff and he, uh, he came and met me at the office Friday. I was getting some work done there at the office, and he says, uh, what you want to do this evening? I said, man, whatever you think. He says, well, just bring your tripod. We're just going to hunt out of a blind. I said, okay, on a big field, some, yeah. some big power line or something over there. And about 45 minutes later, he texts me back. He says, I just got a picture of a, of a deer that showed up this morning. He said, bring all your stuff. So we, we had to hang a stand and do all that. So <laughs> we, you know how it is. When, when yeah. you, and we, yeah. we did it perfect, man. We went in the stand 20 minutes, and the little small deer walked out, and I, while I was filming him, I asked Jordan I, Jordan, I said, hey, that picture you just showed me of that big deer, was this deer with him? He says, let me check. And he looked on his phone. He says, yeah. I said, he'll be here. Yeah. Jordan said, man, I hope he shows up. I said, unless we spooked him, he'll be here. And sure enough, man, about 45 minutes later, that big joke would come walking out. And I was like, holy moly, that's a big old deer. He's a fine deer. Whew. He's a fine deer. He's been, and it was one of those, like, I know, because they had trail cam pictures of that deer. And, uh. I know the state of mind Jordan was in when he thought he had missed him. I mean, you know, I mean, Jordan. I can tell it. you what his state of mind was when we were driving in there the other day. To get him, or to no, no, when we were driving to go hunting, uh, there were six long beers standing in that first food plot right by that um, that box blind when you first come from the camp right yeah. there to the right. Yeah. He, them, them, them six long beers walking. To, he said, "Look right there," and I said, "No, I'm not looking. I'm looking this way. I don't want to see him. Let's just keep going." Mm. I'm talking about some studs now. Yeah. Long beer. That'll be here before you know it. That place was good. Last year, let me think. Last year, it was like the third 
day of the season i filmed jordan shoot one mm -hmm. out there and then we went and hunted elsewhere and then we killed a couple scattered throughout and then he i filmed him shoot a second one there mm -hmm. like i think it, it was towards right at the end of the season it was yeah it was pretty greened up by then yeah i mean we it haven't was, used that yet but we're gonna I, him and i were talking about that the other day we need to build it and got some stuff that brad did we need to build and go ahead and start getting our our youtube channel uh freshened up for this this upcoming turkey season i think we'd have to because like uh every time you know because we got new shows coming out now on outdoor mm -hmm. and so especially now you know because a lot of the stuff airing now has had duck hunting in it mm -hmm. and duck hunting's going on right now so every time yeah. that i share something to the primos page about the show coming up and then you know reshare whatever it it never fails you're going to get multiple questions mm -hmm. when's this going on youtube yeah. when's this going on youtube well, you know you and i both know a lot of people are getting away from satellite tv it's not gotten so expensive it's about mm -hmm. like gasoline every mm -hmm. time you turn around it never goes down it goes up <laughs> the only time it ever goes down is when you call them and tell them you're thinking about canceling it yeah and then they want to give you everything free yeah yeah and then i know that uh Maybe I need to do that next time I fill the truck up with gas. I'm going to walk in the gas station and tell that guy, man, I'm not buying gas here no more. This is ridiculous. Maybe he'll give me a free tank. He's going to send you across the road. <laughs> say, you'll be back. <laughs> now, and, and the thing, I, I bring that up on here because I know our core audience for this podcast, they, they kind of, most of the time, podcast listeners and people that, you know, watch media on YouTube, they're, mm -hmm. they're usually one and the same. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's like so, NASCAR fans and fishing and hunting yeah. guys same thing yeah. yeah and so just i say that to so if you've you wondered about you know the primo's youtube channel we are thinking about it you we know <laughs> we're gonna start it's, it's such a it, it's such a big i, I don't want to say a change for us it's just it gets to the point that we're with the crew that we have um time so limited for us to get everything done the way we 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 try to get it done and, yeah and i, I don't want to use up any excuses or make any excuses but we've talked about it and we've looked at doing it and you and jordan have done some stuff this past summer in and around here when when we first started getting going in here and uh i i feel like we can do it um for us i think the biggest struggle is trying to decipher and split the difference in the two what's going to go to tv what's going to yeah. stay for youtube and again getting enough is the yeah. key and like I said, and a lot of folks you know don't talk about that but it's not like it's any big secret no. i mean and so you know it's it's one of those deals where basically you're for us we're sitting there we're going all right well do we want to put this focus on the tv show or do we want to put this on youtube yeah. because the formats are different yeah. i realize we do um we do put you know our shows after a while after outdoor channels through with them we put them on youtube mm -hmm. sure but i mean you take like the web series last year that mm -hmm. was on primos.com that's really different formatted it than was. what ended than it what was. goes on the show and it's supposed to be that yeah. way you know because yeah. we've talked about it the outdoor channel you have a lot more stipulous time constraints you do and, and we're and we're in time period yeah not, not, and not only content restraints but also time restraints like you said whereas you know like because i can remember I edited a turkey hunt last year for the web series, and that one hunt, I'm talking like, what well, one turkey hunt was like 23 minutes oh, long. Oh, absolutely. That's a whole TV show. And that's the that's whole thing. Whole is Yeah, show. and you're trying to, well, I was like, well, since you don't have time stipulations here, let's show everything that happened because you have the capability that's to. Right. You know, so. And that, we did. And, and we did. And, yeah. and you know, the, the thing about TV is, is, and it's the same thing on YouTube, but I think about TV is your, your audience if you bore them too quick yeah they can change the channel so fast whereas youtube 
you know, you, you can you can get to the meat and potatoes and let the meat and potatoes roll, is yeah. sort of the way I'm saying, rather yeah. than trying to cut it up and, and take a whole week and put it in one episode. Mm -hmm. You can put one day and tell the whole story. Yeah, it's funny how it, how it is like that, but that's how it is. It's yeah. like YouTube, that longer style format oh, yeah. is just more accepted, yeah. so to speak. It is. I catch myself doing it here. I know, I guess about a month ago, Jordan asked me if I, because he had a spare TV at his house. He asked me if I wanted a TV in my room because I know you got one, he's got one, mm -hmm. Jimmy's got one. And I'm like, no, I just watch YouTube in my room or, or listen <laughs> to music. Or, yeah. A lot of times at night I listen to uh, uh, Adrian Rogers preach, one of my favorite preachers of all times, and I'll listen to him at night. And But, but other than that, I know what I'll do. I'll do the same thing I'll do at home. When I'm at home, I turn the TV on to my bedroom, and I lay down, and I just flick channels all night long. <laughs> Every time a commercial ons, I'm changed. And, and and you think about it, I'm going to say probably 85 90% of the other people out there do the same thing. Yeah, probably so. I'm getting hooked on Netflix, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's a different world. But, yeah, so I've, I know we kind of chased a rabbit hole there, but just know that uh, especially with, you know, turkey season on the way, that, that – Primo's the YouTube channel is about to. It's gonna get some love. It's raining. It is raining. Crud. It didn't say that. In the, no, the radar. I just looked at the radar. It was like one little blue bump. Yeah. There, and that's probably what it is. It said it was gonna be. It ain't but I know we got some now. stuff that I shot with Brad here last spring. Mm -hmm. We've got some stuff with Jordan. Um, I, I got to go back and look and see what's left over, uh, and, and that's one thing we'll do once deer season's over we'll sit down and go over our list of what we've done here this fall and then also what we got coming up spring we did sit down the other day at the office and talk a little bit about this upcoming spring and some things we got to do especially and more importantly on some of the new products yeah. that we have for spring and i i me personally i can only speak for me and i think this probably goes for everybody but i'm truly excited about some of the products we got for this spring and that, yeah. that gives me a an extra fire for this upcoming turkey season to uh to be out there and and use those products from decoys to blinds to you know the, the trigger sticks the new trigger sticks have you seen them yet i've heard about them ooh, seen. Ooh. i just like like me i know i just i, I like trying new stuff mm -hmm. especially and and uh like you said with with turkeys are i mean it's no secret i love turkey hunting more than i love yeah, the next breath i breathe sometimes yeah, yeah. so uh, and it's fu it's funny because like I feel like we're taunting them on here. I, I put something on the other day about if I said if we started talking about turkeys on the podcast right now, and this was like a week ago or mm -hmm. two weeks ago, I can't mm -hmm. remember. Like, would y'all be upset? And everyone like they want to start talking turkey right yeah. now. And you can see you see it on Facebook. You know, everybody's yeah. done with their deer pictures, and now they're posting older deer pictures. But everybody's starting to post turkey stuff. We're getting there. We're getting there. Not just not not quite. It's not, coming. Not quite. I think maybe maybe next week. The week after, at the latest, what it next week's going to be? Uh, next week will be February first, which will be Monday. February first is Monday, so that makes me think heavily that this might be a turkey podcast. Might be, probably going to be. Definitely. You know what you ought to do on your podcast, and, and and the hunt's not that long. We've got some great hunts that have some great audio, but one of one of the funnest hunts that I've heard in a long time, and and it's on an audio track right now. It's one that I did several years ago. Uh, in California, me and Chris Ashley. Mm -hmm. And the audio on that hunt so much fun to listen to because the visuals, you're not seeing them, but you're envisioning what's going on. And to me, I've, I've had I've had so many people say it, but I never forget when that hunt happened. That's what I was more excited about than anything was the conversation that I had with that hen to get that the gobbler to come. And, and I killed him. And, and to listen to the conversation that her and I had. And it's, it's just a it's a it's a fun 
hunt to listen to yeah. to be able to just sit there and envision what's really going on. That was, and I like those kind of hunts. Well, one of the very first hunts that Wilbur ever did was on a cassette tape. Yeah, he just sat there with a cassette tape and hit record and and recorded the whole hunt audio wise. I remember that hunt, and then I remember remember that trip me and Brad took where we went to Mexico, not New Mexico, mm-hmm. Mexico, mm-hmm. and then we come through Texas mm-hmm. on the way back. That hunt, the turkey that, you killed? No, well, I mean, I did, but no, the one you killed. That reminded me of that California hunt. Which I can because I, I can't re- remember that turkey I killed. That California hunt was one of those deals. That was in my phase of I was gonna buy every Truth Spring Turkey DVD the <laughs> second it came out, and I'm telling you, it was like yeah. th- those shows and Andy Griffith shows. It didn't matter what episode or what hunt, I could watch the first like 15 seconds, and I could tell you what hunt it was. I just yeah. watched them so much, and so I remember that California hunt, but I remember that Texas one because I think I don't know if you said it on camera or not. But I remember specifically. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember the Texas one. Yeah, that's the, when we were sitting in the creek. The hen come running yeah, past yeah, us. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, did. the hen ran past because yeah. it was me and you, and then Brad was yep. like 20 yards behind yep. us. Yeah, right on the edge of that yep. creek. Kind of like. They came no, off that big hill around yeah. across from us. I remember yeah. it now. Because yeah. you saw the hen, and the hen was running, and the gobbler would, if I, I mean, he'd come down the hill, and then if I remember, I don't remember sharp but i remember he would run and then he'd, he'd stop and, and to strut stop. Yeah. and strut and then he'd start running again and she just kept coming and she back, would back, yeah back. yeah one time she stopped like 30 yards away from us and was just and you know the first time mm. i heard her i was expecting her to have about four or five following her but it was just him and her and mm-hmm. you and i both know had she not come chances of calling him up would have been slim and none they ain't coming he was You're right that trying. was a good audio hunt that, it reminded me of that yeah. one because I, I, like I, I don't remember if you said it on camera or not, but I remember you said that reminded me so much of a hunt I had in California. Yeah. I remember that. It's amazing how s- some hunts you can remember them like it happened yesterday, and some hunts you just got to go, wait a minute, let me think about that. Let me piece it together. Yeah. yeah. But that California hunt, it, we just, it, it, was in an, it was on the edge of an almond orchard, Yeah. and where this turkey was was, was on the banks of the Sacramento River. Who would ever thought that I'd be hunting turkeys in Sacramento, California? Mm-hmm. But the audio and that whole Sacramento River, had I not told, told, like if I showed you the footage right now where I killed that turkey and you looked at it, you would think I was in a cottonmouth yeah. on the river bank, cottonwood trees and just, but there's a sandy, like hard sandy ground. So when they, when they would gobble and you, she would yelp, it would carry and it was carrying <laughs> our way, not the other way. And it just, it made the audio perfect. There was no wind and it was funny on that hunt, the guy that owned that property he wanted to watch the hunt with us, and he had a white T-shirt on, a cowboy hat, and a Rottweiler that rode in a truck with him. <laughs> he actually walked up the road about 150 yards and listened to the whole thing. He was at, he was at all that it happened that fast, but that was that was fun. That's like, like, and I hate to quit making comparisons, but it's funny. You remember when we killed them turkeys in Texas, the cowboy that run that ranch, he drove up afterwards with his flatbed truck, and me, you, and Brad sat on that flatbed and rode back with the turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say he had, he had blue jeans and a button-up shirt on and a big old cowboy hat uh-huh. and big old mustache. You boys done already? Yeah. Yes, and we sir. just sat on the flatbed and rode back to our ranger. Oh, well, looky there. We leaked a little, got a little turkey content in there. Didn't mean to, but. Well, that's okay. Yeah, that's all right. It is, I don't know if y'all can hear it, but it's raining, it raining is. now. Did you look at the radar? Yeah, it doesn't look too great for this afternoon, not going to lie. It does not. It it has thus changed. The radar right now. Well, you says, see, we got this one bump right here, and then there's no rain until the front gets here. So that's what we're dealing with right there. And it says I've got it picking back up around 
I've got it raining from here through three o'clock, a slight break at four, and then it's going to start raining again at five. Yeah. Well, we may, we may, if, if we get a break, we may just slip down the hill and just yeah. try to kill a doe. I need some meat. Yeah. I made that comment the other day when I shot that doe. I got home and told Blenda I killed a doe, and she was so excited. She's like, oh, boy, we ain't got to eat elk this week. I was like, girl, you know how many people want to eat elk? I want to eat elk, yeah. <laughs> I still got some. I do. I do this every year. Like I, I had elk meat, and then I have some friends and stuff that'll ask for it, and so I'll, you know, I'll share some elk meat yeah. here and there. And I look up, and my like, crap, where my elk meat go? Um, <laughs> Jordan made that comment the other day when we were riding out in the buggy. He said, "Uh, he said you need any meat?" I said, "I do." I said, "Um, but I'm I'm not going to ask you to shoot a doe or nothing this afternoon." I said, "But if you you know you feel it in you, you and one walks out, it's totally up to you." And when he shot that buck, we were walking out. I said. He said, you still want some meat? I said, no, that's your meat, buddy. I said, look, the rate you're going this year, you're going to be broke. You're going to have to float alone. you got taxidermist bills and meat bills. I said, "You, he's killed some deer this year now. Yeah. He's done good. And then Jesse shot one the next afternoon. Yeah, it was funny. That was, that was her first deer ever. I didn't know that until yeah. he sent that, until he sent yeah. that picture. And it, it was so not many. If, I don't know if I've told this on this podcast before, but every, you know, everyone um, knows – you know, me and Jordan, because they always see me and him running right, together. Right, so Me and J- – you know this, but I'm just saying it for the sake of those that are listening. Like, I met Jordan because I grew up living across the street from Jesse. Yeah, yeah. We was, yeah. I mean, ever since – like, we've been neighbors ever yeah. since I was like, I don't know, seven or eight years old. That could be old. a real good thing or a real bad thing. <laughs> Jesse could tell Jordan some things about you that means he might not – we yeah. might not need to know. But uh, it was funny because I was headed back up because I, I went quail hunting with, with Papa and my brother. Mm-hmm. this weekend and i was driving back up here and jordan sends that text and when he sent that text i was like right at the exit for where i'd go to the zoo so i whoop, and swung in there oh you stopped by yeah I, oh, I got right right when i got i hadn't been there a minute and here come the ranger light so i was like eee, first deer congratulations he said he poked her like at 230 yards i don't doubt it i can't see that far much less shoot that far oh she got her big old big old doe i know she had a head on her like a two by six yeah but yeah that was um that was good, you know. Jo- I know Jordan is an ease off his mind to be able to get that deer. Oh, and then, yeah. Then Jesse being able to kill that one. And Sunday was a rain out right now. It's raining. Not it's the hot. best. Yeah. We might, we might get to slip in the blind before it gets dark. We'll I see. I always wonder, man, like, we do it because this is just, at this point, this is just what we do, you know. But I wonder, like, how many other deer hunters out there, albeit, you know, whether they're strictly weekend warriors because of their job or maybe they've got a job that gives them some flexibility. If they have weather like they have today, it's raining and it's like 75 degrees, they're going to say, like, the heck with it, I ain't going. Or are they going to go? Well, you know, I've always wondered. I used to think that and and be that way, too. But now... And, and I know they've, you've heard us say this on TV before, and we've all said it. If you've got a blind in a tree stand, ain't nowhere you can't hunt yeah. at no given time. Yeah. Um, and, well, heck, you and I hunted in the pouring down rain last week mm-hmm. in a blind and saw two bucks. Um, you know, at this time of the year, my question is, with it winding down, which most states it's already over, especially yeah. Midwestern states and yeah. up north. But for us folks in the south, and then in Alabama, heck, they go halfway through February. February They're they're just starting to rut down there in most places. Um, What do you, I wonder what most people do between deer season and turkey season. Hmm. Are you you honeydewing so you can go turkey hunting? 
Are you putting all your gear away and getting all your stuff out to get ready to, for turkey season? Are you out looking for sheds? I mean, there's there's a whole bunch of stuff to do. I just wonder what everybody else does. And, and I've had people ask us that, you know, what do you do when deer season's closed and hunting season's closed? Well, sleep. Yeah, we sleep, but there's so much <laughs> other work for us to do business-wise inside of this business. And like you said, there's guys out there that, you know, they, they can only go on weekends. And, and I've got a, a brother-in-law, well, he's actually my nephew, uh, that – that tries to go as much as he can and, and every waking moment he can he's in the truck going if he's not working and um heck them jokes kill more deer than, than i ever thought about killing this year i just wonder what what goes through what's the if if you were to do a poll you ought to do that do a poll on what people what hunters do between seasons yeah and just see who does what and what does what and you know i know for me i'm man i'm trying to make up make as many brownie points as i can with belinda because she Bless her heart, she didn't get to hunt. She ain't hunted in the last three or four years. And as busy as we are, I'm going to be honest with you, when the deer season closes, I'm ready for about a week of doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. I just know, I know I was like that, you know, like in high school and college. I didn't care if it was raining or whatever. I was going. I was going. Just because I know, I mean, in those days, I really, it was maybe Friday afternoon, Saturday, and maybe some of Sunday I had to hunt, and that was it. My mama had a heart like Jesus and she never once ever told me anything bad or called me anything bad but I never forget I used to come home wet and dirty all the time and I never forget her telling me she said let me explain something to you first first she started teaching me how to wash my own clothes because she got sick and tired of it (laughs) and then she said here's the deal if you go out there and go hunting and get caught in the rain okay but if you go out in the rain you stupid (laughs) 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 and i think of that all the time because i i hardly ever go out in the rain but uh if i get caught in the rain that's just the way it is and and we got to be real careful with the amount of equipment we got too on where we go and how we go and what we do but we got options now that we got double bowl blinds and and um that that makes it a lot a lot better just at 75 degrees but then again if it's raining i mean they're out there they got to eat they got to survive. It's late season. I would think that they, you know, going to come to a food plot and get a little grub. And But I will say this, that doe we killed the other day, you and I, and I showed it to you. That was one of the things I wanted to do when I killed her was to look in her paunch and see exactly what, what she was eating. And it was unbelievable at the amount of briar leaves that this doe had yeah. in her gut. And that just proves to me what they're doing in that, that part of, of yeah. East Kudzu, and just living in them thickets and not yeah. leaving. Yeah, probably not even because there was a food plot less than 100 from there or just over 100. Nah, it wasn't far at all. And they ain't, didn't look like they was going in there mm-hmm. at all, just natural forage. They know what they need, and yeah. they know what's best for them. And, and that's, you know, there wasn't no more acorns in her, and, and which there's a lot of acorns in that flat that she was coming to, but there was none left because she had none in her, in her yeah. or if you want to call it her craw, I guess you would just call it her gut. Yeah. Anybody ever do that? You ever do that? Just check and see what deer are eating? Yeah, I, I, I do it a lot. I'm pretty adamant about that. I, I mean, I don't say I do it every time I do a deer, but yeah, I'll, yeah, not every time I kill a deer. But I wanted to study it a good bit this year here, but we just didn't kill it many deer. <laughs> yeah, it's been a weird year. Well, on top of being sick half the year for me. Yeah. You, you guys are the ones that are tired. I've only hunted since what first of December, first week of de- December and January. Oh. I didn't hunt at all in October or November. I was sick all the way through. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't know. I just know it's been a wild year, and it's kind of one of those same thing as always. I know. I mean, it's after this week, we're done on deer. Mm-hmm. And it's bittersweet as always. 
it is a week after it's closed you wish you can go sit in the stand because there's going to be those days where the weather's good and it's cold and it's clear and you're thinking gosh we got an east wind today i could be sitting in that stand knowing that these deer are going to do this and do that but uh, i think what we'll do and i know we'll do this we'll all collectively sit down before season comes next year and put all of our thoughts together and um things that you've got marked on Onyx and things that Jordan's got on Onyx and Brad and everybody, and we're trying to put our brains together and, and make next year even a better year. Um, we did pass up a lot of, I wouldn't say a lot of up-and-coming bucks, but we, we saw a lot of two- and three-year-old deer um, that I feel like next year our four- and five-year-old deer would be interested to see what made it, what didn't make it. Um, there's a couple of deer that, that we know made it because we got trail cam pictures of them. One of them being that big giant six point that you had earlier in the year mm -hmm. that you did that t-shirt with. And um, we got pictures of him the other day, one time for two days and then he disappeared again. So he is elusive. He's there's sweet. a, there's a, a buddy of mine that I, I thought for sure we'd see him somewhere during the rut. You'd think he was, he wasn't even here. I, I think the buddy of mine that I went to college with sent me a picture this morning of a, just a bull of a six point. And he was so big, I was like, "Is that the six point that we've been trying to kill?" I mean, they look. They, I mean, he's big, but it was. I mean, it wasn't. But just that one I sent you that Big Daddy had on the other day. God dang, what a deer! Yeah. So yeah, um, guys, this will probably. Well, I tell you what, we're gonna do. We're gonna see what this rain's gonna do, and then hopefully make a hunt this afternoon. We'll see. Jury's still out on that. We gotta see what this weather's gonna do. Um, but this will likely be the last deer episode we do for the 2020-2021 season. So um, hope you all have enjoyed it. The The podcast is not going to – I mean, I know deer season is going to end, but the podcast is not. We're going to keep rolling. Yeah, I'm sitting right here and, looking at Lake's first Osceola turkey. He's got mounted sitting right here, the one that me, him, and Jimmy that we did. And, and uh, I, that, that's where we're starting this year. Mm-hmm. That's where we be going. Chasing them crazy things right there. And you know what? We can't wait to do it. And by, by about mid-season, we'll be thinking, these things are driving me crazy. I'm ready for turkey season to close. It'd be a – I don't know if I, I – don't, I don't know if that <laughs> thought can ever roll through my head. They will drive me crazy, but yeah, – There's always that one out there that will play the game. You, you just got to just gotta be patient and take the time to find him. Yep. So, yeah, that's going to wrap us up for today. Um, thank you all for listening this deer season. Like I said, we'll be back again next Monday with new topics. And as always, thank you for listening to the Speak the Language podcast. Hey, can they send you some messages on what they do between deer and turkey season? Always. I'd we do, always welcome I'd be them messages. see what everybody does. Yeah. Yeah. I can tell you what I do. I'm cooking for the wife. I'm painting the house. I'm editing. And yeah, I'm, I'm – but before you know it, turkey season's here. That's it. All right. We'll see you all next Monday.